Welcome to Ocean Sisters in the United Arab Emirates, where we talk about all things scuba diving and our appreciation for the ocean. Today's episode, we speak to Paula Jacobson, founder of Sure Thing Therapy, an ocean therapy organization and the first one in the UAE. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to Ocean Sisters and leave us a review. Our podcast is available across all major platforms. who you are and where did your ocean journey begin? Well, thanks for having me, first of all. It's my first ever podcast and um, I think your podcast is great. So congratulations on it. Um, So I am, well, I was born in a place um, in Dorset called Poole. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Dorset, but it's on the southwest coast of England. And Poole is... Well, the hospital is about five minutes walk from the sea. So I've pretty much been a water baby since the day I was born. And um, (laughs) I'm a Pisces as well. So I don't really know who believes in in horoscopes, (laughs) but I think it it all contributes to my love of the ocean. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was kind of born next to the sea. So the journey began there. Um, I've lived in Dubai for nine years working in HR so I'm, I'm very much a people person um, and I spend my time at the weekends in the sea whether it's paddle boarding if there are waves I'll go surfing um, and just you know anything by the beach really yeah awesome. amazing yeah I think that's that's like all of us we just kind of when you grow up next to the ocean and just being near it you kind of just get sucked into these activities so yeah it's good my dad pushed me into the the nippers because my backyard <laughs> was on the back of the yard in Perth we were literally on the on the sea and the back door opened up and he was like, like get out there go into the nippers I'm like do I have to <laughs> what's the nipper? Or flow. <laughs> yeah. nippers is um junior lifeguards Nippers is junior lifeguards. Um, and basically it was a case of just get in there and learn to swim in the sea. And it was in the days where you had the, the line, the reel. So you would actually swim out um, with a, a line attached to you so that they could pull you back in. Oh, <laughs> so, I love that. It's like absolutely. No. <laughs> but we were always in the sea, always, always. So I, yeah, I feel you, it's good, it's good. So, yeah, we uh, were always um, going around, like as, as kids, we used to go on holiday in England, like a lot of, I think, British kids did, like to coastal towns, like in Cornwall, Devon, um, mainly the southwest coast. And we used to just spend the day in rock pools, like playing with little crabs and collecting old shells and like, you know, looking at the wildlife and stuff and just getting wet, really. I think that was just the fun part. <laughs> <laughs> and sandy yeah. and muddy yeah. <laughs> parents love that <laughs> especially in their cars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you shake your head and it's all the sand falls out I love it you can't beat it <laughs> so Paula um you do a thing called sure thing therapy how did you start that can you tell us more about it yeah, so I started it last year, kind of kind of officially. Um, it's difficult to get 
kind of charities and non-profit things started here so I'm, I'm kind of working on that at the moment but it's basically what you call a surf therapy program um surf therapy I think I'll I'll sort of talk about it to people and they're like what's that I don't think many people have heard of it here I think because not many people actually realize we have waves in the UAE so the fact that surfing is even a thing here is like shocking to a lot of people but it is we do have waves it's usually between um like now kind of October time through to March end of March um so the reason I started it is because well so I, I bought a flat in Cornwall in about um early 2019 um basically my mum passed away and I had a number of grief purchases that I made I think shopping online and generally going shopping is, is quite good therapy and um one of the things like one of the things I did was bought a flat and um I'd, I'd always like not really known where to kind of buy a house before it's obviously really really difficult to get on the property ladder um but I decided to get a place in Cornwall because that's somewhere I would want to spend my time. So I thought if I buy a house there, I could spend my holidays there as well when I go back to England. Um, mm -hmm. So I was down there in Cornwall, kind of house hunting with my dad. And I decided to get a place in Newquay because it's near the airport. And one day I was down on the beach, Fistral Beach, which is, I think, one of the best surf spots in, in England. I know um, that beach quite well. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? I competed there in the surf road champs. No, no way. way. Yeah, yeah. I'm a surf, oh, I'm a surf rower as well. Wow, bloody well. Yeah, so, so Fistral's um, in, in this place called Newquay and it's actually got one of the biggest waves there, this, this wave called the Cribar, which is, it can reach like 30 feet, it's huge. Wow. Anyway, so yeah, I was down there one day with my dad, house hunting, we went for a walk along the beach, went to Rick Stein's, got some fish and chips, and I saw this group of people, like, you see loads of surf schools there, and people having lessons mm. and stuff, but this one group of people had this thing on their, on their shirt saying, the Wave Project, and and I walked through town late that day and saw like a shop and it was called the Wave Project. So like, what is this Wave Project? So I went inside into the shop and it's charity. And the charity is um, surf therapy. And I was like, mm. I've never, what is this? I've never heard of this. This sounds right up my street um, because yeah. I'd suffered from kind of depression. I've suffered from depression since I was early twenties is when I was first diagnosed. And then when my mum died, it was like a new mm. wave of like doom <laughs> that I was experiencing mm. and it was just really overwhelming and I think that week when I was down in Cornwall um it all sort of came together and I saw this this charity doing this work and I thought wow that sounds like something I could do in Dubai um so yeah. I kind of started looking into it and researching it and when I was down there I, I surfed a few times and there was this one afternoon where it was quite gloomy as it often is in the UK <laughs> and it started to rain it was just me and my my coach out there in this sort of grey rainy gloomy day but it was one of the most like beautiful experiences of my life because it was just so like you know I, I couldn't think about my problems anymore because they were like at the shoreline and I was in the sea so I'd escaped <laughs> from them I was in nature and it was just amazing yeah. um and yeah, so it all came together and I just decided that's that's what I want to do when I go back to Dubai is, is start this program and see if there are people here that would benefit from it. 
Um, so I started looking into the WAVE project, what they do, and that's when I found the International Surf Therapy Organization, which is the kind of governing body, and they're based in California. So yeah, kind of started oh, there, really. Wow. Amazing. And I think it's definitely something needed in Dubai. I mean, A, we're, we've got the beach right on our doorstep and the beautiful ocean. Um, yeah. But also, I think with the daily lives of everyone, everyone's like working 100% and, you know, they're not really looking after their mental health. Um, so I, I definitely yeah. think it's, yeah, it's something that needs to yeah, be addressed. It's, it's really it's really kind of hard to kind of explain to people that don't surf or don't love the ocean because I used to surf in England, right? In, in West, in Wales and sitting out back on your board and it's raining is just therapy in itself. And then to actually, it's cold with the wind. So to actually kind of just hang on to your board and go into the sea, it's actually warmer. So it's like, it's just, and you're no phones, you're literally just out the back and it's Unplugged. it's unbelievable. <laughs> exactly. And, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I used to, I used to ride my six two all the time and it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know, with all the boys and, and stuff. So surf therapy, I completely agree with it. Totally. It saved me from a lot of really? it, it my mental awareness. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah that's exactly it. I think like it's physically you're away from the shoreline and that's one of the reasons we call it sure thing mm. is because there's that play on words obviously but um you're kind of like escaping from from the daily rubbish the daily yeah. stress that you've got whatever it is whether it's work whether it's relationships whether it's just you know <laughs> climate change <laughs> like mm. there's yeah. it kind of takes you away from that and you're you're in the middle of it all you're in the middle of nature and you're able to like and, and especially with and this is just goes for all all things in the ocean like maybe talk about that later but surfing itself I think because you're so you have to focus on it you have to like be fully invested mind and body in that activity mm -hmm. at that moment because you're kind of like mother nature's will you know if, if a wave comes crashing you've got to pay attention you can't be sitting there <laughs> thinking oh what shall I what shall I do about my debt like you've got to think <laughs> catch this wave. you've got to like pay attention you've got to actually think about what's going on in your surroundings so it's all consuming you get into this flow state um yeah. which I think like forced mindfulness <laughs> yeah well, it is it's forced mindfulness yeah I'm normally um, there and I'm normally going, right, okay, so there's normally eight waves in one set, right? So I'm going to take the seventh wave because if I come off the wave, I've only got one more wave to duck under. That is so true. <laughs> I've only got to duck dive through one, one wave and then I've got about 30 seconds to get back on my board and then kind of I can go again and paddle out. Yeah. <laughs> Good tip. <laughs> It is. you're not getting really smashed but yeah even things like getting smashed by the waves on your on your way back out obviously you try to avoid that but even that it's like you're getting used to kind of overcoming things that will roll it's amazing yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so I think surfing itself is just great for like forced mindfulness as you, as you said mm -hmm. and yeah. 
yeah, I, I think I think it's also like listening to the waves I mean in mm-hmm. you know obviously I'm my mine is diving instead of surfing but I get exactly what you're saying in terms of um switching off unplugging um yeah listening to the waves when I'm actually inside um you know underneath the ocean um listening to the marine life crackle crackling away and just observing all of this it's it's really weird right because it's funny because all the surfers all the divers all the kite surfers that I hang around with we go there and you will not talk about relationships you'll not talk about debt it's you're there to do that sport and you haven't got time like like Paula said you haven't got time to talk about outside this particular bubble it's like you're in a bubble and this is your healing stage and because the the ocean has this natural um salt ability um especially here um it's a healing (laughs) space for you it's you know it's like we just go there and we do our stuff and then come back and go, oh, okay, I'm too tired to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too tired yeah. to think. I'm just going to sleep. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's physically it's good for you as well. When you physically yeah. feel good, mentally you're better. And you don't want to bring, I mean, it's. I guess there are some like different organisations around the world. There's about 100 um, programmes around the world that are part of the international organisation. And some people will sit and talk about like, you know, grief, for example, there's a few, few different ones that just focus on grief and that's okay. But sometimes like you can use it as a way of just obsessing over this one thing that you shared together. Like you said, you just want to focus on surfing or diving, whatever it is. And Mm. um, yeah, it helps. I think it's an escape. So it was mental health awareness day on monday um so i mean tell us like what you got up to and um why do you think this is like such an important event and is there kind of do you feel like there's still stigma around it especially in uae yes i do i do and i think so on on the, the stigma point i know sometimes I'm like I don't know what I should say what I shouldn't say because people are nervous to talk about it in this country Mm. and for me like one of the most sensitive topics is suicide um, and suicide Mm. prevention and I know several people who've been affected by it in various ways in my life and who still are you know people are kind of in that every day Um, Mm. And it was only decriminalized, I think, a few years ago. And I don't know if everyone's even aware of that in the UAE. And it's no, still, I, did, it's still... I didn't realize actually. I thought it was still yeah, it was yeah. done, it was done by a man. There was a father. Um <laughs> he tried to commit suicide. Um, I can't say names or anything, but it was done by dads, dads in UAE. And mm. um there's actually a, a kind of like a group that actually petitioned against it and they made it that it's not it's not uh, illegal anymore yeah yeah exactly so I think that's exactly it and I think the fact that those people came together and they put put themselves on the line to kind of campaign against something like that is is just it shows you what you can achieve if you put your mind to it and you're passionate enough about something and um and so yeah that's that's one of the things that I think is really important to talk about in this country particularly is is suicide prevention and even telling people that it's not criminalized anymore because 
there are people who might be really, really struggling and they're scared that if they tell someone, they might get in trouble, but that's not true anymore. And they, they can call hospitals, they can call psychiatrists, they can call their friends, they can speak to their boss if they have that relationship or whoever it is. Mm. Um, and that there is that support there. I mean, obviously in different countries, there are, you know, multitude of charities that can help with this stuff. And that's, I think what they need in Dubai is more of that, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons I think it's important is for that particular issue, but also mm. on mental health, World Mental Health Day is something that um, the WHO started. And I think it just gives people a chance to share their stories, be honest about how they feel, mm-hmm. things that they might not want to share on a normal day of the week. And for those people who don't feel like they can reach out, it, it shows them that they're not alone and that they, they, there are people suffering and they can access information, they can access support, they can see other people, like people in, in you know, celebrities, people in um, public positions that suffer. And it kind of makes them feel like they're not alone, that there's resources they can access to help them with whatever they're going through. Mm. Um, yeah, amazing. So yeah. I think and what, you, what you, you organized a big event. Yeah. So on Sunday, I know, I know the World Mental Health Day was on Monday, but obviously everyone's usually working on Monday. So yeah. we organized uh, the paddle out to mental health. So it's a big event. And mm. the idea is for everybody to paddle out into the sea um, together and just have a, a like a kind of whether you're on a uh, stand-up paddleboard or a surfboard, paddle out and have a little paddle together and then, um, yeah, just spend some time in the sea together. Um, and it's something that the that ISTO, so the International Surf Therapy Organization, they um, started it a few years ago and they encourage sort of all the global organizations to do one in their home country. So, there were loads of people doing it in different parts of the world. So I thought it'd be cool to organize one in Dubai um, on Sunday. And I contacted the surf house who I've kind of been in touch with about surf therapy since I started it last year. Mm. And they've just been incredible, such an amazing support. Um, they're, they're so professional, got amazing coaches. So we kind of worked together to, to create this event. And we got about 70 people out in the end. That's amazing. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. What a turnout. Yeah. So, I mean, they they helped with the location. Dan, the, the co-founder, he planned the route out. He provided an entire team of coaches. Um, so they were kind of like leading everybody into the ocean. He provided equipment. And um, so, yeah, we kind of gathered together on Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon um, and the idea was to have it at sunset, which just adds that bit of like extra mm, magic. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Romantic. <laughs> yeah, we're all, about, we're all about the lighting. As much as we are about mental health, it's also about lighting. And yes. <laughs> it's true though. The atmosphere sets the sets the, yeah. the Instagram photos. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was it was it was gorgeous and it was just amazing to see the response we got. I think when I, I put up a registration form online and got about 90 responses and um, yeah, it was just really popular and people actually turned up. So I was really, really happy to see that. And we all kind of gathered in this, this kind of circle that you're 
everybody makes in all over the world yeah. everyone kind of like this circle formation they kind of link arms or link paddles or hold each other's paddles or whatever and make a big splash for kind of mental health awareness and it's just something that's like really it's a nice release that you can have together and like kind of just looking at everyone in this circle together it's just like we're in this together and yeah you're not on your own yeah yeah and I don't know who in that no one no, no one was asked any questions it wasn't like come along and tell us what your problems are it was just just come along and that's it and yeah. show solidarity so yeah it was really really good turnout and I think people want another one so I, I really enjoyed it and I think it just it's just a symbolic thing it's something that like it's not only for world mental health it was also for world inclusion day um and for me it's always for the ocean it's always for that that plight as well amazing amazing so what are you doing next what are you working on um like where is your vision next project yeah, Come on, so... you got one. <laughs> <laughs> I think Paula and I have both uh, kind of brainstormed some stuff to do with diving as yeah. well as uh, and surfing. But, um... Yeah, me and Chloe have got think, some things that we want to do together for sure. Um, my problem is I've got too many ideas and it's really sort of focusing on the one, <laughs> the one thing. <laughs> people and kind of the story of my life as well. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to do it all all the time that's actually a little bit of a sidetrack so I started a consultancy recently called do the most because someone actually said to me once are you always doing the most just in everything I was like yeah I can't help myself it has to have like something for you know the good of mankind it has to be for the good of the planet um Mm. and I, I can't I just have to always be doing something that makes a difference so um I want to build out a program so um in in other countries like I said they have regular waves they have a full surf program they do it every like three times a week they get participants it's funded by you know charities which we don't really have kind of the same setup here so it's, it's slightly more challenging in terms of logistics and funding but I do want to have a like a taster program where where you can either try surfing paddleboarding wake surfing perhaps some scuba diving <laughs> what about kite surfing kite surfing oh, yeah, yeah kite surfing. a kite surfer exactly. so oh, there you go I took I, I took up kite surfing because the waves here are not what I'm used to <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm used to double overheaders um and having to fight my way out the back and I just thought, you know what, I'm going to learn to kite surf instead. So, yeah, so that's what I did. So, <laughs> I kite surfing. It's amazing. Hmm. It's fast. It's fun. Um, and again, you don't have time to think about your problems because yeah. you, you're thinking about the wind, going upwind, going downwind. Uh, who's coming to you? Are you tacking? Are you going to jump? Are you going to fly? Or... You know, it's all different things. So kite surfing is was my release because obviously the surf here wasn't particularly good like for me. You know, because yeah. I've been all over the world surfing. And um, for me, it wasn't, you know, let's just try something different. So I did, and I fell in love with kite surfing. So do you, do you do that all year round? 
So um, I'm, I travel. So we go Abu Dhabi, we go uh, Rasselheim, Umarquane, we go to mm. Oman as well. So depending on where the wind is, is where we travel. So, and what we find is when it's windy, we can't dive. So I've got the two sports that are tied in together, you know, <laughs> and, and if I'm really desperate, I'll go SU, I'll go, I'll go on the SUP, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if I need my own <laughs> like, fix, I'm like, let's go supping. <laughs> yeah, it's when there's nothing. Vitamin C. <laughs> Yeah, I've got, I've got all avenues covered, you know, so I'm, <laughs> I'm quite lucky. But um, yeah, it's it's about taking what you can get here and adapting it. And that's what I did, you know. So um, you have to come along and try kite surfing. Definitely. I'm a bit accident prone. So hopefully. Um... <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to be windy maybe. season soon. Well, then maybe we can do it together because I'm also a bit. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's the thing. I think I wanted to have like a pure surf therapy program, which is not really, you just can't predict, even when it's like the season for swell, you can't guarantee can't waves on a certain day. So um, I, I would like to kind of have a little taste of where you get to try a few different things, but all kind of ocean based. Um, so that's one thing I'd like to do. I also want to do, um, I think another paddle out, um, just because it was kind of really popular and one one thing I was thinking about which goes back to the grief thing is doing like a memorial paddle out because I know that obviously like what you know my mum died four years ago and I don't have a grave to go to I don't have anywhere that like there's no kind of graveyard or place that you can put someone's ashes I looked into it actually I don't know if maybe I'm wrong maybe there is somewhere but so when I want to visit her, there's not really anywhere I can go. But I, sometimes I feel like I want to mark her, kind of honour her in some way. And I, I do think about her when I'm, when I'm in the sea. It's because it's you're your kind of like transcending like normal life when you're out in the ocean because it's just so, it's just such a huge presence. Um, so I thought it'd be quite nice to do a memorial paddle out and invite people who just want to like honour a loved one um so I'm thinking about doing that maybe late November yeah we we do that um in England anyway when when there's one of our surfers that have, have passed we always always have um a surf circle oh, and that's lovely. we yeah we um some of us take like the rose petals and then we just mm. throw them in the middle and we just sit there in silence mm -hmm. and it's quite moving um quite touching yeah so uh, it's quite good it's um and it's a it's a time and a place that everyone is just still you know so it's good so yeah organize it we'll be there we'll be there like loneliness thing in dubai like people some people are a bit isolated away from friends and family or that they're, they're workaholics and um I don't want to paint a negative picture. I think it's amazing here and, you know, you can accelerate your career and, and there's so much opportunity, but you do inevitably end up pushing yourself a bit too much and you probably, people get lonely. I think like I, I do a survey when people um, kind of join Sure Thing and one of the questions I ask is, what, what, which of the following things do you suffer with or you're bothered by? And it's like work stress, financial stress, relationship stress, 
Um, and loneliness is one of the questions. And I think something like 50% of people, the last time I looked at the results, said that they, they were lonely. And I think when you compound that with everything else that goes on in life, all the other stresses, it's just like those kind of events are things that people don't really have it here very much because it's all it is all very positive and like go 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 and action and to just take time to reflect and with something like that I think is is something people need yeah I think some people are away from like their friends and family you know abroad so usually we don't have that kind of connection um yeah your words like back home uh, um yeah so how can people find out about you? How can everyone get involved? So it's very, very basic at the moment. I am not a person who's ever built a website before. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do have the first website. time. <laughs> There's nothing on there yet. So the Instagram page is is the only place really at the moment. So it's sure yep. sure things therapy is the Instagram page, um, and I I post most things on stories or on the on the Instagram, and we also have a WhatsApp group which you can access through going to the to the Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the that's the main place to to get the information really. Well, I can say I have been to one of your surf therapy sessions, and I loved it I I couldn't believe how um I was really nervous about surfing about getting up on the board initially because I was like I don't even think that's gonna happen I, I wish I'd seen that <laughs> we've got pictures Elaine we've got photographic evidence don't you worry <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a video Chloe I've got a video yeah. have got a video I, I have to I, share that yeah, well, she, was she was great. She's really good. That I gotta see. I gotta I just see can't that. Believe actually, um, yeah, I mean, it is that. Um, oh, like, like what's that home? Like, um, like adrenaline, adrenaline, endorphins, endorphins all of that, all of those words, like immediately. Um, just and when you get up, it's that sense of achievement as well. Um, yeah. So Achievement was, of staying on it, staying, <laughs> staying on the board and coming up on the board, and I honestly didn't think I was going to get up. Um, the, did on you the turn? first session? Oh, Elaine, I'm not. <laughs> I only did one session. <laughs> I need to get you a wobble board, <laughs> heel and toe, heel and toe, and lean and look. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh god, I broke get my ankle on one board. Elaine. I've got one. That's... I broke my ankle on it. That's how I learned. <laughs> that's how I learned how to surf was buying a wobble board and then learning to surf. And the thing is, is follow your hand, go across and look. Don't ever look down at the bottom of the board. Look where you're going, and before you know it, you'll be and hold the rail if you want to go down. If you're not so stable on your feet, hold the rail, pull it into the wave, and and off you go. It's it's epic. It's so much fun. Well, I, I'm gonna go take Marley next. You want Paula? I was saying you should you should teach me and Chloe. It sounds like you've got the skills. Uh, I spent a lot of time in Forza Ventura with a company called Wave Riders. Oh, yeah, God. and um, a very famous pro surfer called Tequila uh, Tequila McGuinness. Yeah, Tequila <laughs> Tequila yeah. McGuinness. 
Tahila, <laughs> Tahila it is. Tahila, we call her Tech. And she was, she was um, uh, a pro surfer at the Boardmasters. Yeah. Uh, on Fistral. <laughs> yeah. She was amazing. Yeah. So, um, and she's so down to earth. It's unbroke. She lives in Forte Ventura. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's so many places I want to go. Like you just saying, you're going to Bali next year, Chloe. I yes. will. Jump, I'll be jumping in your suitcase. So. Yeah, and so and I'll and need me. to get some more more, more practice in beforehand. So <laughs> I mean, that would be amazing. Like having take it. I know you take people to Musandam and various places. It, it. I think if you don't have the waves here, you can always take people away somewhere. Um, even Oman, I think, will be quite a cool. Yeah. Oman in Asia, Asia, there's waves. Mm-hmm. So when we kite surf, we you can choose the lagoon or you can choose the waves. It's it's up to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much, Paula. Thank you so much, on. Paula. Touching on a, a very cautious subject. Yeah. We'll definitely <laughs> um, yeah be joining short thing therapy. Yay. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Ocean Sisters podcast with your co-hosts Chloe Griffin and Elaine Fogger. Please note, if you've listened to this podcast and are suffering with mental health issues, we will be putting a link for free telephone counselling hotlines in the UAE. Alternatively, please visit at Sure Things Surf Therapy on Instagram and join the incredible events that Paula is running. On our next episode, we'll be speaking to Rajni, a volunteer at Dubai Voluntary Diving Team. The team is led by Abdullah Madin Al-Bushi, a scuba diving instructor, aeronautical mechanical engineer, and a local fisherman. He witnessed firsthand how ghost nets were harming the ocean and has now taken action. Next week will be the last episode of the season as we take a two-week break. So please listen back to your favourite podcast and also let us know on specific topics and guest speakers that you'd like to hear about for our next season. That's all for this episode. See you next time.